sanitize hat. Um, <laughs> I started. <laughs> you saved I started, it. I started it and I finished it. Um, though, you know what? We're also starting. What are we starting? We're starting the 299th Oof. episode Oof. of Crime Culture. Yeah, Girl. it is. Miss Ma'am. I know. You know how I know? Because I've been working on episode 300. Oh, 300 is gonna fucking hit. Let <sighs> me tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you. We're so excited. We're I'm so excited. 300s era, and it's yes. going to be a time. It's going to be all gladiator all the time. Yeah, that's, a, also, that's a gladiator movie, right? 300? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, 30, I didn't, 30, and 300? Sure. I didn't yeah. um, acknowledge this in the last episode, but I will now that I sound sick. I have a stuffy nose that just won't go away. So I'm sorry that I sound horrible. That's okay. I think I said to you that my entire search history for the past month has been are we sure allergy season ends in california at the end of june like are we positive about this can allergy it be maybe like ends. this week it's it's not ending for me and it's not ending for you if i i am of the belief that anybody who says the allergies are not kicking their ass right now is lying um and speaking of lying you're oh. Haley. i'm caitlin neither of us are liars that's not a lie that's not a lie that is a truth survey says or mm -hmm. no what's his name maury says um but I'll leave it up to you as to whether or not this one's a liar. So I had kind of toyed, teased, whatever the word is, this earlier mm -hmm. in like several episodes ago that for our June Patreon patron poll pick, which you can, fun fact, participate in. Mm -hmm. um, so many ps. Um, you can join for as little as a dollar as much as whatever you want but if you pay ten dollars a month or more you get a say in what our final episode of the month is yes um it's largely a ongoing series that we call so you want to know about um and oh they wanted to know about something this week because yeah, or this it was, month it was a landslide victory and immediate landslide immediate victory. yes yeah. And Haley's was, messaging me at like 11 o'clock at night her time being like, I don't fucking know who this person is. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Uh, <laughs> like peek behind the curtain. We're recording early because I am leaving the state tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So uh, we got to fleeing the state. We got to crank this shit out. And I was like, who the fuck is this clown? <sighs> so mm -hmm. we're about to learn she, who the fuck this oof. clown is. Yeah, I decided I was going to teach Haley who the fuck this clown is because yeah. I am chronically online and Haley has a better screen time number than i do i'm positive um the number of times that i fall asleep to tiktok every night it's it's more than I i'd have, like to admit i have better screen <laughs> i have better screen time management because i don't have tiktok that's what i'm saying yeah you're yeah. not on tiktok you're not on twitter no you're you're yeah you're living your life you're doing fine. Uh, I'm, I, you, I, I'm on LinkedIn more than I am. Living not my life is a generous assessment of what I do in a day, but um, sure, if that's what you want to go with. Caitlin I'm sorry. Also, would you say that Caitlin's also drinking oh, out of me like this? <laughs> Caitlin's drinking out of a full grocery bottle of Minute Maid Zero Sugar Fruit Punch. So if you hear just the opening and closing of a bottle, why waste a cup? Yeah, <laughs> We've I mean, got, all right, thirty, all right, flirty, all right. and thriving. 
30 flirty and thriving 300 but also we've got in alcohol speak like two fingers worth in this bottle so like yeah. and i have a why beer stein of i have a beer yeah, stein of you. warm water <laughs> we're doing we're great. really killing it today yeah <laughs> we're, we're, tell me about who this guy is kevin the, ken <laughs> ken his name is ken he's just ken um no so for the past few months literally when i posted this it was like june 1st or something like that and everything had just died down um tiktoker ken walks w-a-k-s i think it's walks maybe it's wax okay i don't really know actually i, I thought wakes when i saw it it could be wakes i really don't know he he is i i don't think i've ever heard him say his last name out loud um which would be ideal i don't see i don't know of a lot of people besides you and me that are like at least once a week saying this their is names. my name out loud yeah. to everybody yes um who, who do we look like oprah um but he basically just captivated his audience and infiltrated for you pages all over tiktok with his armchair investigation into what he said was a serial killer operating in the united states all right um he found his way onto my for you page which after seeing a couple of his videos i will admit i followed him i i got sucked right the fuck in and then well, i will a, say as a true crime host you're kind of obligated to yes and he seemed legitimate um and before that he was talking about an issue that his girlfriend was having where she was being harassed and at, at work and there was like legal issues to do with it and he was like updating on that and so i was like oh this is interesting to me as somebody who also once got harassed at work and legal issues could have should have resulted mm -hmm. um so regardless so he's based in chicago and he started his tiktok account sometime in december 2020 and slowly grew his audience while by posting mostly like explainer videos re related to like tech and business like oh i met this billionaire and this is what they were like or the stuff with his girlfriend mm -hmm. or he would explain like he would do like reviews um but on march 9th of this year his content changed when he posted a video warning chicago residents to avoid what he called a quote terrifying encounter saying quote if you are walking home alone by yourself at night and a car rolls up and rolls down the window and someone inside the car unmarked car beater of a car asks if you need if it asks if you if you need a ride do not get in that car this i mean i think that's also like just uh, personal safety 101 that is just being a woman in america 101 yeah um like he's tell he's saying this and i do remember seeing this video and i was like yeah no shit yeah who because accepts like that? i do this um but i wouldn't accept a car or a ride from somebody walking in a group in daylight in a yeah. suburb I, I'm and like, not no. for nothing you wouldn't i don't like knowing you i don't think you would offer the ride either because you're no. asking some random stranger to get in your car with you they could be the giving you directions time. to the fucking abandoned uh, gas station somewhere and just like take your eyes out bop ya bop ya and take your eyes out they could both um yeah the only time that i would offer it is if it was like a young young girl and I'd be like, you're going to get yourself fucking killed. Get in the car and tell me where you're going. That's it. Um, but yeah, so he continued, quote, 
this has now happened to me twice in the last six weeks that I can think of, end quote. To this guy? To him, yes. Challenge. Which, like, seems kind of... I don't know. I don't know. I believe it. Did you go to the police? Like... Well, yeah. That's, that's the thing in retrospect, but it's like, okay, like, he's in Chicago. He's in the city. I can see that. Especially with all of, like, the stuff that's not just on TikTok, but just in general that everybody's talking about. Like, oh, people are trafficking people left and right. Uh, but so in the video, he described how when he was offered this ride home by the strange car and he was like, no, it sped off. And he was saying, quote, people have been going missing all year after leaving a bar or party at night and are never heard from again, end quote. But instead of chalking this up to being a weird encounter, he immediately turns to this is the work of a serial killer. Okay. So people quickly started filling his comment section with their own stories of being approached late at night. And Ken began posting more TikToks saying the unsolicited car rides were this missing link that connected a string of fatal drownings in the Chicago River to a serial killer. Um, And this is despite the fact that the Chicago Police Department ruled out the deaths as being a killer. They said that everything was accidental. Each of the people found in the river was last seen leaving Chicago bars, though. So yeah, I mean, you're leaving a bar. Guess what you're going to be? Probably drunk. You're near a body of water. Uh, it's not a good combination. Yeah. Well, and I would argue that blaming unexplained deaths on serial killers is a pretty common sensationalist move on yeah. social media. Um, but what set walks apart, what set Ken apart and gave him more credibility was that he used his experience and his abundance of comments that he was getting to theorize that these alleged killers were finding their victims by offering them rides late at night as they were leaving a bar or a club and then drugging them. And he said in another TikTok, quote, I know how they're going missing. I know how they're all connected, end quote, as he described how easy it would be for young, strong men to be overpowered by strangers while they were drunk, adding, quote, I know why the cops and the media are not doing anything or covering it, and I know what we can do about it, end quote. This is uh, quite a mission statement he's got. Yes. So he then claimed that the first time was sometime around 3.30 a.m. when he was walking home from a bar and a woman drove up to him and asked if he needed a ride. He said he started filming the video, the TikTok, because it had allegedly just happened to him again in the River North neighborhood of the city. And he declared, quote, people are being kidnapped. People are going missing, end quote. Um, Again, strong claims strong strong claims um what he's referencing though with these drownings with these people going missing is so there were at least four reported drownings of young men in the chicago area at the time that he made this tiktok since december of 29 of 2022 um i forgot what year it was for a second so from december to march Four drownings and an NBC report from March 28th said that there was an increased speculation that the drownings were somehow related and connected to other reports of unsolicited taxi offers throughout the city. A direct link to or a direct uh, reference to Ken's armchair sleuthing. Yeah. Um, so as for the victims in question, the bodies of 21 year old Christoph Schubert, um, S-C-U-B-E-R-T. 25-year-old Peter Silvino, 23-year-old Anthony Rucker, and 24-year-old Joel Orduno were each found in bodies of water days after being reported missing. 
But a spokesperson for the Chicago Police Department told NBC5, quote, at this time, there is no evidence suggesting there is a connection between these drowning deaths, end quote. Mm -hmm. Um, The Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection in Chicago, BACP, also told NBC5 that it had received 12 complaints of, quote unquote, fake taxis from January 1st, 2022 to March 27th, 2023. Um, So in his second video walks replied to a tiktok from barstool chicago's tiktok account showing a barstool sports article from december 2022 with the headline there is a possible serial killer terrorizing chicago but nobody at city hall or in the media wants to talk about it so Mm -hmm. the article as with for those who don't know most barstool articles um it's written very informally it's written in first person um in this case it's written by a chicago resident They also include not just news coverage, but also jokes about Chicago's mayor, Lori Lightfoot. And the writer also said that the deaths would, quote, be a tragedy, end quote, if it was only one drowning. But but because, quote, serial killing and Chicago go hand in hand, end quote, they ultimately speculated it could be something bigger. So, like, it was anecdotal at best. It was a little jokey, but like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not I mean, that's not yeah. enough to go off of. But there has been serial killers out of Chicago. Maybe yes. we'll be talking about one really, really soon. Who we might. We might. But um it's just like that doesn't mean it's like murder capital USA. And I think for people drowning in three months, like that's that's a horrible thing to happen. But it seems like it's something that should first be looked at at like a public safety type deal. Like are these accidental drowning deaths that like are there like is it in like the same area where there should be like a guardrail around something and Mm -hmm. there's not or like uh, should there be um, different entrance exits out of um, a bar that doesn't open up onto a, a street that's closer to the water like something like that. Yeah, exactly. I, I yeah, you don't see, you don't hear like three people are dead and immediately think, oh, well, it's definitely a serial killer. Exactly. Um, but in his resp- in his what they call a stitch, um, I I feel like I'm explaining this to my grandma. Um, so so you know, grandma, there's a thing called a stitch, and it's not the thing that you do with the needle and thread. It's where you kind of That's put yourself side by side. It is what you do. That's great, grandma. Let's get you back to bed. Um, so so he responds, quote, I know how they're going missing. I know how they're all connected. I know why the cops and the media are not doing anything or covering it. And I know what we can do about it. End quote. Yep. Um, and that's a quote from earlier that I also just mentioned. Um, yes. Where he. So I'm explaining this. I, we're a little haphazard. Forgive me. But I'm explaining this. I feel like Charlie Day in that one scene from It's Always Sunny with all of the the, the red strings and the tape and all of that other stuff. But trust me when I yes. say we're going somewhere. Um, so in another video, Wax claimed, Ken claimed, I keep, I wrote Wax here, but I don't know how to pronounce it. So just blah. Um, but he claimed that the reason why the media wasn't covering it is that, quote, they did not have enough to actually run a story and connect all of the dots, end quote. And he said, quote, all of the reporters I've been in contact with think this is a real story, end quote. And he named some publications that had allegedly reached out to him, but he did not okay. name any of the reporters. 
Uh, he then continued, quote, even if all the cases aren't connected, all these people who have gone missing, this is still a major security problem, not just in Chicago, apparently, end quote. Okay. So over the course of seven weeks, literally just most celebrity relationships don't even last this long. Um, seven weeks, he goes from posting the occasional video to posting 22 TikToks addressing his theory that there is a serial killer targeting young men leaving bars at night, which racked up millions of views for the most part. Mm -hmm. He even shared homemade maps where he would chart each death and expanded his research to not just Chicago, but other cities all over the country and actually visited his local police station with what he said he was like, this is vital information that I need to give them. And when mm -hmm. they didn't listen, he turned to his continuously growing like weeds gaggle of TikTok followers declaring in one of his posts, quote, this is bigger than just Chicago or Austin. Nationwide, men are going missing under the same circumstances and found days or weeks later, end quote. In the caption of I another. Mean, oh, God. It's. Unfortunately. Like, yeah, it, it is happening kind of all over the place because it's not a super uncommon thing to happen. Right. To be leaving a bar a little more inebriated than uh, one should be. Not and to blame. Getting it. No, of course no, not. I know. Like, absolutely not. We've been. I'm backing there. you up. Well, you haven't. I, oh, I've no, been I there. have been there. That's why I don't drink. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's you just remember like, the night I went missing, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I went one time. I long story short, I went missing, and they found me in an out of service phone booth with my phone, the phone up to my ear, and I was talking to somebody on the phone in the out of service phone booth. And Caitlin yeah. hasn't really had much of a drink since. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like correlation is not causation. That's the phrase, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It's like just because there are similarities doesn't mean that it's all connected no you and i are both pale as shit and have light colored eyes it doesn't mean we're related yeah i mean and, i mean it, I, and it's like it's an interesting thing to like think about and talk about and i think definitely it should be brought up that this seems to be a uh something that is happening too often yeah and maybe it should be looked at a little bit more yeah. and something should be done to figure out why something like this is happening but um, to go at it with the angle of it being a serial killer seems like we're kind of losing the plot here. Yeah. Um, and he because also he so there, there's a phrase that I use a lot, at least with you. It's you hear hoof prints in the woods and you think horses, not zebras. And that's the thing. We're making a jump. But everybody is eating this shit up. Everyone's like, he's coming in with receipts, to be fair. Like, I'm giving you the I watered mean, down version of it. Yeah, pe people people love a story. And it's, I mean, you can't get away from the armchair experts are right sometimes after don't fuck with cats. Well, and don't forget the people on Reddit who found the Zarnov brothers after the Boston bombing yeah. in 2013. Yeah. Um, there have been... There, there have been a lot of cases in which, like, look at all of the people, the armchair experts, the armchair sleuths, who identified people who partook, partook in the January 6th insurrection. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
it, it's it, it can be used the powers can be used for good and it has been used for good several times yeah but it doesn't mean that we we need to believe all of these yes um now that's to say people are believing this um he's got receipts he's got the whole the whole thing he seems very dedicated to the cause um and people are people are really going for it um he said i I don't remember if i if i mentioned this or not so i'm gonna say possibly again but in the caption of another video he wrote quote i will not stop until the police and the news acknowledge what is really going on and that we have a major public safety problem in chicago in illinois and in america we can fix this problem end quote so it's not just it's um i watched a i promise this is i promise this is going somewhere i watched an interview recently with steve burns from blue blues clues og steve Uh hashtag only my steve um fuck joe fuck that other guy that's on there now steve steve or die um but he said that it was between him and this other really good looking guy for the role of Steve and the network wanted the really good looking guy. And they said, okay, we're going to do a screen test with Steve and this other like hot as fuck guy. And so the hot as fuck guy is like, Oh, can you help me find the shape? And all of the moms are like, fuck yes, I can. And the kids were just like, yeah, it looks like you got that covered there, bud. Like, you you can do it. You're fine. Yeah. So then Steve, in his screen test, he goes, I need to find this shape. And he like, you know how Steve Burns would get in Blue's Clues. He gets, he like gets down on the level. He looks in the camera directly. It's like he's looking into your very fucking soul. And he goes, can you help me? And these kids are like, fuck, yes, I can. And no parent could understand it. But the kids, they completely latched onto him. And the rest, as we say, is Blue's Clues history. Um, That is a prime example of what Ken is doing here. We can fix this problem. We can do this. We can take back our safety. And I know that we can do it. And it's, it's big... Barack Obama, yes, we can vibes. Um, And it worked. According to Hype Auditor, Ken's follower growth increased by 48% in a month. Yeah. So uh, everyone also wants to be part of the big story at the end. Yes, they want to know what happens. So and I'll be honest, around this time I did I did I didn't unfollow, but I did stop watching just because the videos were getting a little too long. I was like, he's coming in with a lot of information. And it's just it's that one meme that you might have seen where it's this guy that says, um, I'm really happy for you or I'm sorry that that happened. Either way, I just I hope everything's good. That's basically how I was feeling. I was like, okay, he's still cooking. Not yeah you can't you can't be following all of these intense threads when this is your night night app yes yes when you're just <laughs> watching it to go see these i'm watching it for the tales from restaurant workers to lull me to sleep and yeah. the or i'm watching it to get diagnosed with the next issue that i have mm-hmm. um cut to me running into the office one day telling Michael that I was convinced I was hypermobile because I could do various things. And Michael looks me dead in the eyes and is like, you've been doing yoga for over a decade. Of course you can fucking do these things. It's not because you're hypermobile. <laughs> I'm still not completely yep. convinced. I'm just saying. 
Uh, TikTok diagnosed me with several things correctly. So right now the track record is high. I am his target audience. I am Ken's target audience here. And I understand Perfect. this. Um, so on April 24th, as as the follower count keeps growing, 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 um, in an Instagram post, he announced that his TikTok had reached one million followers. One million people are watching this shit go down like are are heavily invested in his benevolent search and like he's doing this all out of like the goodness of his heart and just really just doing the most you know Mm -hmm. so (laughs) that next we're gonna come to what is now known as the Ken Traversy. Oh no. <laughs> so like many viral sensations, um what goes up must come down. Yep, you know the song. So Ken's series garnered a lot of support, millions of views, million a million followers. Uh but many viewers were starting to get suspicious because the day before he posted that he had finally hit a million on April 23rd, he claimed in a TikTok, quote, somebody just knocked on my door and it's 830 at night on Sunday. They're like, hey, my name's X and I'm a private investigator looking into the smiley face group, end quote. He continued, quote, something's going on and it looks like we're moving fast, end quote. And people, I remember seeing this video and people were getting very afraid for him. They were like, we're not so sure that this is a private investigator. We are more concerned that this could be somebody like it could be the killer. It could be somebody who just doesn't want you. You're getting too close to something else. Maybe it's not a serial killer thing, but they don't want you finding out about it. And like to the point where in I don't know whether this is true or not in the TikTok, the follow up TikTok that he made to that he was basically like i'm safe blah 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 and like thank you to my parents for calling the police and Mm. yeah it was a whole fucking thing um so what he later alleged was that the private investigator who showed up to this to his home was sent by (laughs) former new york police department detective kevin gannon who if his name rings a bit of a bell for you he is one of the retired detectives credited with starting the smiley face killers theory um okay ken we'll get we'll get to gannon in a sec but ken claimed in his uh, in in a video quote last night he asked me to join their team and i have accepted now me and the four people that i have working with me working for me on this have joined forces with them end quote so he's saying that now his team is getting together with kevin gannon's team and they're all working in tandem on this case he has a team now yes he has a team ken has a team um so Ken claimed that this private detective had showed up to his home unannounced to recruit him to be part of the team, quote unquote, part, quote, part of the team, end quote, yeah. um, investigating the smiley face killers. And this also suggested that the investigator and therefore Gannon had validated Ken's theories about these murders, quote unquote, murders. Um, uh-huh. So Gannon was no is known for being not just one of the original people to come up with the smiley face killers theory but one of the loudest proponents of it um and this is in relation to among others the 1997 disappearance of fordham college student patrick mcneil 
mm-hmm. um, the theory alleges that one or more killers murdered and dumped dozens of men, including McNeil, into rivers and hinged on the idea that the, that there was this smiley face graffiti found near the scenes of the crimes linking hundreds of quote unquote accidental drownings in the U.S. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember this. Yes, because the thing about it is the paint color, the size, the styles of the faces, everything. It varied at each place, and there were not faces left near every victim. Uh Um, So this theory has been continually debunked and derided, uh, first by the FBI in a 2008 statement, um, then by dozens of crime experts in 2010, Minneapolis, Minneapolis's Center for Homicide Research published a detailed 12 page report that debunked the theory. And seriously, they were like, here are all the reasons why this theory does not hold up. Uh-huh. Um, but that has not kept Gannon and his colleagues because he was one of three detectives to come up with this theory, like kind of, you know, together. Um yeah. From continuing their work, um, in addition to publishing a book in 2014, um, they also, what do you call it? Not published. What's the word that I'm looking for? Um, Like, posted, for lack of a better word, a (laughs) six-part oxygen series titled smiley face killers the hunt for justice which has a 6.7 out of 10 on imdb and 86 percent google score and you can watch it wherever you have a oxygen subscription thing or whatever you can watch it on fubo tv or sling tv or youtube tv whatever has the cable tv channel things or you can Mm -hmm. rent it on apple tv google youtube amazon prime etc 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 but the point is like they they're still they're still pursuing this like hella hella this 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 uh series this six part docu series yeah the six part docu series came out in 2019 six parts in 2019 oof six parts though yes. man that's a lot to commit to yes so in his april 23rd tiktok ken said that gannon had been quote trying to get in touch with me for days now end quote and then was like now we're quote teammates end quote and that they were working together to use his data and solve this and he wrote in the caption quote my team has officially joined his as they open their investigation into the smiley face gang with all of us working together our teams and everyone who sends me information we will finally be able to bring these people to justice and get answers for those families welcome to the team y'all let's get to work end quote Hmm. so three days later on april 26th ken claimed that at 3 a.m he had cracked the case saying okay. to his followers in another That's all it takes. post yep he just said just a couple of days just what's that one meme i'm pretty sure we've even posted it where it's like me needing to go to bed but it's three o'clock in the morning and i've almost solved the murder of john benet ramsey like yeah it, it, it we've all been there yeah you need three days a case of mountain dew and <laughs> you've cracked the case my dude uh, <laughs> TikTok, TikTok is not going to wait around forever for you to solve this case. You're going to be doing it in three days or less. It's true. We need it. Um, but he said in the video, quote, I was able to crack it last night because of you, because of everyone who reached out with information for me, end quote. But then same video, 
He pivots and claims that the investigation into the smiley face killers had been, quote, officially reopened, end quote. So then these seem like also easy things to debunk. Yeah, well, it's funny you say that because his viewers did start to get suspicious and started asking in the comments why he started out the video declaring that the case had been solved when the rest of the video showed him talking about his newfound alleged partnership with Detective Gannon, former Detective Gannon, and all these new resources he allegedly had access to. Uh Uh, One person commented, quote, I'm confused. You started with you cracked the case, then ended with we're working on it, end quote. And then another one said, quote, the way this is presented, I always feel like I'm being scammed, end quote. Yeah. So we're going to pivot to Meredith Lynch, a pop culture TikToker who I honestly, I didn't even I, I should have. Oh, I don't know what that was. I'm looking her up right now to make sure because it's been a second since I, uh, looked up her what do you call it um tiktok account because i want to i'm gonna we're gonna talk about how many followers meredith has meredith at the time that i wrote this which was like a few days ago had like 229 it looks like followers to i don't know if that's a seven or a uh-huh. nine in my notes um she now has over two hundred thirty-two thousand. so like she's wow. growing she's actively growing she's not she's not at a million she's not like but she's She's, you know what I mean? She got clout. She said, quote, the stories just started to get so big that I had to pause, end quote. And many of Ken's followers began to feel the same and wondered how much of what he had been saying was actually true after all. Another TikToker, Justin Burnett, who is a military police veteran, and he has, I know, he has investigative experience, like, on his, uh, you know what I mean? Like, like his, his resume, I was going to say repertoire, but yes. Um, he even was like, yeah, uh, this is weird. He's got currently just under 40,000 followers. Um, we, we love a queer combat veteran. Um, but he later told NBC news that he was initially optimistic about Ken's series on TikTok because you know, like sometimes like we pointed to a bunch of examples of sometimes things get solved. Um, But then at this same time as Meredith uh, Lynch was kind of having questions, Burnett also started to have questions and began to feel like some of these claims that Ken was making weren't really adding up, saying, quote, when you do things like this, you actively impede the logistics of police. They're going to get people who get hysterical, tip lines get flooded, and it's so hard to sift through that information, end quote. Yeah. So, and like I told you before, like, the news nbc news five was that what it was um Mm -hmm. in chicago was saying that there were all of these things coming out about like oh this there's there's fake taxis and oh it might be connected to this so like it's it's permeating the news too yeah um so over the the next couple of days after these posts in late april Numerous TikTok users started poking holes into Ken's so-called investigation, which at this point linked a string of unsolved quote-unquote murders across Chicago and other cities all over the United States, Austin, Texas, Boston, Massachusetts, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. He's, he's linking it to cases even as far away as Utah and Wisconsin. 
Yeah. So as viewers are growing suspicious about whether or not these things that he's saying happened actually did, Ken desperately starts doubling down in response and is like, Oof. oh, you don't believe me? All right. Well, here's some here's some screenshots and email exchanges from that are evidence that I was talking to a real detective. And he's he's. Already, it's not looking good, but with that, like the tide really started turning against him because commenters then started theorizing that he was either elaborating on these dramatic updates or he was straight up delusional and imagining them. And yeah. one person wrote, quote, I have a gut feeling bro is playing make believe. This seems off, end quote. While another one added, quote, it's like he's role playing, LOL, end quote. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, it's never good. It's never good when Gen Z comes for you. So like Lynch and Burnett, many other users started expressing skepticism towards Ken, which only grew after they noticed his motivation appeared to be less about making his community safer and more about something Throwing else. Throwing his follower count? Kind of. Kind of. Bigger. Mm -hmm. But kind of. So in one of the videos that Ken posted, uh, this one was on April 29th, he discussed how overwhelmed he was working on some projects, one of which being the investigation. And then he also mentioned a one-year-old calendar app startup company called Foresight. And he's talking about this app Foresight, that F-O-R-E-S-Y-T-E. And how it helps users plan and budget travel with friends. And oh, so he's got some ads. He's got some product placement. Now. Oh, honey. Not only does he have product placement. Not only is he the company's chief marketing officer. But mm. he co-founded it. Mm. There's always something, mm -hmm. isn't there? What's more. Capitalism. Mm -hmm, this is at least the second time that he had mentioned Foresight in a video since starting this investigation. The first time was a full TikTok video, which he had posted in mid-April between two TikToks dedicated to the Chicago cases, in which he described the app in response to a commenter who had asked him about it. And to make matters worse... Viewers then found a now-deleted LinkedIn post from Foresight's CEO, Stephen Eddy, celebrating an increase in downloads that he directly linked to Ken's viral attention. Um, it mm. praised his organic in integration of Foresight into his recent viral content. And he, Eddy said, quote, Foresight shattered records yesterday, posting an all-time high of 343 installs. What has caused this sudden viral surge? Well, with CMO Ken Wax having Lies. an influential 830,000 follower TikTok reach, 100 plus gained, 100,000 plus gained in just the last 30 days. Foresight's potential for explosive growth on the platform has never been a secret. End quote. And then the post went on to say that Ken, quote, plans to, end quote, start adding a reference to Foresight at the end of every other TikTok video. This was right before he made that second reference. And they know what his TikTok reference. videos are about? So I can't imagine they didn't. Um, but so Meredith Lynch actually managed to get a screenshot of this LinkedIn post before it was taken down. And she shared it with her followers. And as she put it, Damn. quote, Ken and Steven have created a marketing strategy where they are profiting off going viral by talking about people's absolute tragedies, end quote. Oof. Mike fucking dropped. So after seeing Meredith's post, 
Other critics started calling Ken's motivations into question, and this sparked a whole debate on creator ethics. Um, as she said, like, he's profiting off other people's tragedies. And then meanwhile, Burnett notes that Ken, quote, made an example of himself, end quote, but said that the, he believed the incident was, quote, something that people can learn from, end quote, saying, quote, this is a person who's influencing 1.1 million people and his followers. His reach is ginormous, end quote. And mm. Burnett also stressed, quote, this type of content is dangerous, end quote. So online true crime enthusiasts were, are meanwhile arguing about this whole thing that True crime content can draw attention to unreported, underreported cases, unreported cases, help investigators look at what Gabby Petito's family did with the Find Gabby Petito yeah. page, for example. But critics of so-called TikTok sleuths have really just gotten tired of this subgenre of TikTok because they argue that creators may be inhibiting investigations as well as exacerbating pa families pain and capitalizing on other people's traumas. Yeah, Definitely. Definitely. And one person who can attest to this is Jane Polhill, whose son Jay died in 2010 in Chicago. And mm. when her son's body was found in the Calumet River, she immediately was searching for answers about how her son died. Mm -hmm. And when she stumbled upon Ken's series while scrolling through her free oh, page no. one day, she thought that maybe he could help her. Oh, no. She, yeah. She told NBC News in a phone interview, quote, my husband said, don't get your hopes up, you know, because... When you get your hopes up, it just seems like in our experience, you're going to be disappointed, end quote. Aww. And even still, she emailed Ken information about her son, and she said that she had noticed that he added Jay's name to his public database, but he did not answer any of her emails. So he used, he used Jay as content fodder. Bag. Yeah. So desperate for potential information about her son's death, she told NBC that she paid for a 15-minute Zoom meeting with Ken, which no. was offered via a link in his bio for $30. She paid $30 Ew. for 15 Ew. minutes of his time, and he didn't fucking show. <gasps> yeah. So a spokesperson for Ken told NBC News he, quote, missed this appointment because of a defunct calendar and contacted the mother to apologize. Oh, you, quote. you mean was the it fucking foresight? calendar app? <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm right. like, is it foresight? The um, fucking calendar app you're hawking? I know. So then so then this this spokesperson says that and then added, quote, he was absolutely willing and wanted to meet with her. And fuck quote. you. Yeah. So Ms. Polhill, who at this point, when he didn't show up, she was feeling really not just like angry of course but embarrassed like yeah. uh, understandably so just a mom looking for answers exactly about her kid. like that's fucking exactly and though she confirmed that ken did apologize and she received a refund for her 30 dollars, she said she did not believe his investigation was quote truthful or sincere end quote and added that she hoped yeah. that other parents didn't try to get his help the way she had and Aww. like she was she got media attention. Who knows how many other people didn't or did. Um, she yeah. also said that she believed there was such a thing as a more ethical way to approach true crime. And that is to loop in the families who are affected from the beginning. Um, she told NBC News, quote, I think communication between the creator and the families is a must because some families are going to say yes and some families are going to say no. And that needs to be respected. End quote. See also most of Ryan Murphy's shit these days yeah or or what's that one that you and i were talking about off mic on um with kaylee cuoco and chris messina 
on Peacock. Oh, based, based uh, on a true story. Based on a true story. Based Something like crime, that. Don't it don't watch yeah. it. The families are all uh, not even just like the families. This has got to do with like the BTK killer, apparently. And yeah, I didn't know that it had anything to do with like actual either. real life cases. No, but with seeing how much pain it's causing his his family suffered as well like i not like not trying to there's no comparing but you can't say that his children for example who had no part in this did not also suffer because of his crimes just in a different way everybody suffered differently but he created so much suffering for so many people and to add to that suffering like it's just added to my list of reasons why I'm not getting Peacock, man. This is a reverse Peacock sponsorship. <laughs> the only good Buy thing on my there silence. Is Parks and Rec. Yeah, and even then, even then, we can find it elsewhere. You and I are capable. Yeah, we I can have. we can we can rent it on DVD. Fuck it, I'll keep a DVD player just for that. But yeah. yeah. So let's talk about what Ken posted on TikTok because in the wake of this controversy, he posted not one but two apology videos. So you gotta have, you always gotta have the the apology f- video of the downfall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we got a double tap. <laughs> so in the first post, which went up on May second, he said, "Quote: As many of you know, this investigation has become my all-consuming passion over the last month, which started as my honest effort to bring more awareness to a serious public safety matter." End quote. I would also like to point out that if you watch this video, he's in a fucking suit. He can't even be bothered to wear a tie. He's wearing a suit and and no tie for this like wow yes flex but okay yes um peak like oh you got me i'm a startup bro so he continues quote i acknowledge that it was insensitive to refer to my to reference my startup end quote which oh really couldn't have guessed but he called it an honest quote mistake end quote and said that he quote bit off a lot end quote with this investigation and quote i haven't been sleeping as much as i should i've burnt myself out and i frankly got a little bit lost in the sauce over the story um, end quote yeah it's 2023 tell me something that isn't happening to everybody in the world right now <laughs> well, and also you're in an apology video and you're gonna say i got lost in the sauce with a serious aspect it's 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 the worst kind of impish you know what i mean yeah he also apologized to the families impacted by his series um, yeah, no shit. and announced that he wouldn't stop the research, but that he would cease to publish his findings on TikTok, saying, quote, my reporting on this topic has since turned into a contentious subject. And I now realize that it's not my place at all to continue chasing this story, despite my own personal connection to it with those two attempts on me. End quote. Yeah, has to bring yeah. it back. Has to bring it back. Oh, but I'm a victim here, too. I had two attempts on my life. I and got also, away unscathed, but I had two attempts. Not not victim blaming and not not believing a victim, but it, like how far back do the lies go? Yeah. Like did did the story like what came first? Like the story or like the idea f- uh, to use this as like a marketing tool? Yeah. So like could those could could have started all the way back then like this was how i'm gonna lay the groundwork to start this tale and then have it get to where it eventually got to it has been suspected um especially because like 
I'm not saying nobody has been approached leaving a bar in any city because of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's, I don't, and I don't, I don't know that that's what, I don't know that that's, I guess that, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't know that that's what even like you are, are saying, but no. Um, he also, I, I want to mention um, what is the date of this document that I have here? I have a document, which is the Offering me Memorandum, Part 2 of Offering Document, Exhibit A to Form C, from Foresight, Inc., in Chicago, showing what they have for their stock and basically, like, why people should crowdfund. And it's an Offering Memo Form C is what this it's this file it's to is get titled. like funding yes yes it's essentially a funding thing and it explains all of this stuff including their team lgbt led mm -hmm. foresight has a diverse and talented team of eight contributors who are on a collective mission to reshape the way we make plans in life blah 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 blah. all these other people ken walks tiktok strategy Technical operations manager at Walmart Connect by day, TikTok influencer with over 690K plus followers with an asterisk. And it says the number of Ken Walks and then another person who's mentioned uh, followers is accurate as of January 20th, 2023. Um, mm -hmm. So over 690K followers reached by night. Ken has accelerated Foresight's growth on the social media giant while garnering a highly engaged following in the process. While garnering a highly engaged following in the process yeah and this so is this before is... this is in january this this is as of january 20th 2023 yeah he didn't post his first true crimey tiktok and he wasn't into true crime at all this was his only foray march 9th yeah. so yep. do with that information what you will um but wait there's more so he like i said i don't remember if i did say this actually he on this first apology video coward move turns off the comments no ah, one can say shit. All right. So when initially reached for comment, Foresight told Rolling Stone that Ken's mention of the app was, quote, misguided, end quote. Even no though it's probably directly related to their marketing strategy. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because they, that's exactly what they said was that it was not a part of their marketing strategy. When I tell you, no. that is exactly what I have here. That is like verbatim that it was quote misguided and quote and not part of a marketing strategy. <laughs> it 100% was part of the marketing strategy. What are you talking about? If I put a paper bag about on my in head and the bag January. says not Caitlin, that doesn't mean it's not me. <clears throat> And you talked about in January how many followers he had specifically on TikTok. Anything and he growing. does on TikTok is a marketing strategy. And his title is TikTok strategy. Yeah. So and then he gets I feel promoted like I'm being CMO. So yeah, <laughs> fuck out of here. So in early May, a spokesperson for the company said in an email statement, quote, we have never actively monitored or dictated employees' personal social media accounts, and while we were in initially excited by the potential increase in visibility and even celebrated it on LinkedIn, we have since learned the fuller details of the situation and have ensured moving forward that employees understand the importance of maintaining a clear separation between our company and personal matters in any public forum, end quote. They also said that Ken's, quote, work and involvement in that case is entirely his own and our company is not involved in any capacity, end quote. Unless it would make us more money. Yes. Well, that's the thing. It didn't make them more money. They yeah, no started fucking... It, it, they were hemorrhaging positivity. 
Like there was so much backlash. It was absolutely obscene. So on May 6th, a Foresight spokesperson announced that in the wake of, quote, recent events, end quote, mm, Ken and Foresight are. had made the, quote, amicable decision to part ways, end quote, saying, Yeah, quote, they gave him the fucking stanky boot. Mm-hmm. They said, quote, while Ken did not violate any of Foresight's company policies, his content choices and the resulting impacts of those choices made it difficult for both parties to move forward in a positive direction together, end quote. They also... Mm made a point to say that Ken no longer had a financial stake in the company and they're doing major damage control threw him under the fucking bus to save their company and said quote while Ken brought energy and ambition to our team as CMO the the unrelated developments that have unfolded in his private life require both parties to move forward in other directions we wish him the best in his transition end quote damn yeah so radio silence from Ken until May 11th. He's declining requests for additional comments. Then he posts his second apology video on May 11th. And he says, quote, I completely understand some of the criticisms that have been thrown my way over the last week. And I completely own up to the mistakes that I've made. I do want to clarify once again that my former employer never had any input at all. I apologize. I apologize. But also, fuck this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He said, um. They never had any input at all in the content that I was making here on my personal account, end quote, and that he wished Foresight, quote, all the best as we move forward separately, end quote. He also did not mention them once, them by name, just my former employer. Um, Damn. Yeah. So in a statement to, to media, the media, he added that he, quote, never planned to promote the app, end quote, and quote the references just happened organically end quote i can't even finish saying that i can't even finish saying that with a straight face um in addition a spokesperson for foresight said that like in that original thing where they were like no 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 um they said that after these or that after they quote learned the fuller details of the situation end quote um they were going to ensure that employees no longer intermingled personal matters with those of the company. None. Yeah, that's probably uh, for the Something best. you should have known already. Uh, but yeah, so Ken maintained that his investigation was real and he he continues to maintain it. Um, he says that he's been in touch with the proper authorities and private investigators and all of them, but that he wasn't going to post about it publicly. Um or, or, and I didn't like how he said that either, because he said it like, I'm going to conti- like continue my break from posting about it publicly. And I'm like, so does that mean you're coming back to post about this publicly? Because like, yeah. also, why doesn't like the people that he's claiming to be speaking with come out and say that they've either spoken to him or not? Yeah. Well, we're going to get into that. Don't you okay, fucking good. worry. Um, so... He provided news outlets with some of his correspondences, including an email exchange discussing a meeting in late late April with a private investigator. NBC News also reviewed the police report that he filed regarding the incidents. Remember when I told you that he went to the police Um, and emails that had been sent by a spokesperson for Ken that appeared to show communication between him uh, Gannon and this private detective Jordan Scherer, who is the one that Ken claims showed up at his home um, discussing Ken's research and 
Ken said in an email statement that he started the series because he wanted to raise awareness about a potential public safety issue in Chicago and insisted that he was approached on two occasions by an individual trying to lure him into a car when he was walking home from a bar and said, mm-hmm. quote, I quickly learned that this was happening to many others in the Chicago area and, be- and beyond. I began diligently collecting information and sharing it online, as well as with law enforcement, private investigators and other authorities in an attempt to bring awareness to these crimes. End quote. You did a little bit more than that, bud. Yeah. Like you you're leaving out some key points. Key points. So Yeah, you were talking about serial killers. Exactly. So Scherer, the private investigator, confirmed in a phone interview with NBC News that he did connect with Ken to see if his research could be useful, but clarified okay. that he and his team at RA Private Investigation and Security, which Scherer owns, were not working in partnership with Ken, an unlicensed citizen, because that would be like yeah. hella no. Um And he said, quote, him and his team are offering us research and data points that may provide assistance that may be helpful in our investigations to these ongoing suspicious deaths, end quote. Um, It was also not confirmed whether or not Scherer actually did show up at Ken's house or not. Okay. So Ken also declined an interview from Rolling Stone, who, don't worry, posted about it anyway. Um, But he did tell them via email that his plan was to hand over his findings to the proper authorities quote who can commit the time required to pursue these cases alongside the detectives with whom i was in contact end quote he also noted that his videos created a sense of connection for those who saw them say like i bring people together um he said you refuse to talk to the mother of a victim that you were allegedly money and you ghosted her and you added the fact her, that he her was son's charging, name. The fact that he was charging any money for like a Zoom call with him is like so fucking weird. It's cringe. Um, that's another thing that the kids say now that I also yeah. say because I too am a kid. Um, it is. It's cringy. Um, but yeah, he said, quote, so many others have either experienced similar incidents to my own cars approaching them late at night with unsettling interactions or have been closely connected with the missing persons of interest. Several people came forward with information relevant to the cases and it created a real sense of community, end quote. Like, my guy, my guy, you're really saying that you're the reason why these people all. Yeah, you're not a like, youth group leader. Like, no. Like work work on your app. Like it's just it's so it's so cringy. It's so gross. And and not even we're not even done. We're not even done. So since his second apology video on May eleventh, Ken has not posted on TikTok at all. And I was mm. like, okay. Um, by the way, that video has gotten absolutely ratioed with over 365,000 views at the time of this recording and only 5,133 5, likes. Mm. So over 365,000 people watched it and only 5,133 people liked it. And I think it was like 1,900 plus people commented. Like nobody fucking... Yeah. They don't want to hear his bullshit anymore. So it's interesting because I was like, oh... All right, good to know. But remember, he also posted on Instagram about his TikTok followers. And when I went back to try to find that post, I didn't get that far. Because two weeks ago, he posted a thing. He's in fucking Chichen Itza. 
and he's there because he's a startup bro. He's on vacation. And uh-huh. somebody commented and said, hey, man, any updates about the two knife emojis? Question mark. Oh, see, even that is like, wow. Yeah. You're going to ask like that? You know what else is wow? That Ken responded and said, big update on Sunday, I'm hoping. Been working with a developer to build something much more systematic and helpful than just me. Ugh. And I swear to fucking God. Like, and he really is keeping it just he's he's moved not the investigation he is keeping that he's back to posting like businessy tiktoks like 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 trying to be again trying to be like part of a community that he's not actually a part of being like oh the the pride washing of businesses um pay attention to these actual like facts about like the suffering of the gays but then also like they're not the businesses they just want your money and i'm like bitch you were the business that just wanted our money a minute ago like what the fuck do you mean thirty dollars for a fucking zoom call yeah and explaining about like how arby's is growing so big and lamborghini versus ferrari and his thoughts because i desperately need to hear them and just constantly like he's really just transitioned to mostly back to like business and weirdly a lot into like fast food coverage like, I don't really understand. Like, he he tried and he failed, quite frankly. He tried to to be, I don't know, like a, a fucking influencer with true crime. And it backfired in his face. But he's back on his bullshit. He's just found, or he's tried to find now. He's just looking for a different audience. He's yeah. just simply pivoted. And he's like, well, now who can I try to take advantage of? Um. Before this, he posted just like gym content and stuff like that. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to see if I can make business content work. Oh, business content doesn't work. Startup content doesn't work. Tech doesn't work. I'll talk about I'll talk about like crime and just I, I just. He literally, literally, he's he's currently on his bullshit about I'm looking at his Instagram. I pulled it up right now. He's on his bullshit about fucking Dr. Seuss. He's got two videos about fucking Dr. Seuss. And I'm not going to watch them. Right. But he's got two videos on Dr. Seuss. Why? Why? Got to get riled up about something. It's not even that he's got to get riled up about something. It's just that he's got to be a part of something. But you want to know something? Like, if nothing that you've created has made something that other people want to be a part of without getting duped. Yeah. Then maybe you're just not creating the right thing. And that doesn't mean generate and like, I cannot express to you, Haley, the fear that this caused in the Chicago area and beyond of people being like, we're going to get fucking murdered. There's a serial killer. They're back. Like, yeah, it's and no serial killers. the, the, The chances of them having left super low, super low. But like. It's just, it's predatory. It's so, it's so. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing's horrible, but Shameful. specifically what he did to that mother of the, yes. the victim is just like. Reprehensible. Yes. It's yes. Terrible. And that he's doing it in such a way 
that uh, like she's completely right um miss polhill that who knows if he's done this to any other parents we don't yeah exactly they yeah. only they know i mean she was saying herself that like obviously she felt duped but i can think of several people in my life that they would chalk it up to like oh i got got but i'm not going to publicly say that because some people are going to know that i got got like yeah some we don't people know. like feel that that is embarrassing which there's nothing to be embarrassed about in this situation because no. he claimed he had answers and you're a mother so you're going to do whatever you can to find answers mm-hmm. so there's absolutely mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. um she's she's and I hope, I really genuinely, truly hope that she finds answers about her son. Yeah. Like, that is just, and and once again, his name is Jay Polhill. Uh, J-A-Y-P-O-L-H-I-L-L. Um, just, if you've got any information, um, like please he was he was a a good he seemed like a good guy he was studying photography at columbia college in chicago um he just he was from wisconsin he was a good kid he was just it's really it's it's very unfair that he was taken he was a poet he was an artist and he just he made a lot of beauty for the world Mm. and it it's i i i just i don't have words for it he was stolen like yeah they they don't have any answers and i just i really hope for his mother's sake for his parents sake his mother and his father that maybe something good will come of this hopefully yeah but this is a huge bummer. Yeah, happy, I thought it was gonna, happy TikTok. I thought it was going to be a lighter one this this episode, so that's Aww. kind of a bummer. Um, do you have a palate cleanser before we leave? Something that is non-true crime related that we can send people away with? Uh, a recommendation? Something good? Um, anything like that? Um, I probably you recommend shouldn't. the juice. I was about to say I probably shouldn't recommend the juice that i've been downing like an unhealthy person um not that you're an unhealthy person for drinking juice but simply the sheer velocity with which i unhinge my jaw and shovel this down my gullet is not good for anybody myself included um he can cosplay as as a true crime investigator i cosplay as a healthy person um no let me think what do we got what do we got I'm going to recommend uh, my palate cleanser is going to be if you can afford it and you are a person that travels more than like once or twice a year, um, get TSA (laughs) pre-check. You tell me this every time. Every Uh, time I go, I should have listened to Haley. (laughs) It's game I don't remember what the other one is. It's not global entries if you do international, but there's, there's another one that I forget, but I have pre-check and it's just, it's so wonderful. You don't have to take your shoes off. You don't have to take anything out of your bag. The last time I was in the pre-check line, uh, there was a, tr- a cat that was traveling. Oh, um, so I got to see this cat. So that made me happy. 
I hate oh, I, I love, hate to be the cat traveler, but I love, I love to see the ab- cat travelers. I love abandoning my travel companions mm-hmm. and just going into the pre-check line mm-hmm. and being like, "I'll see you on the other side." Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you can get out uh, of it. Yeah, it's great. So, uh, highly recommend. I think it's eighty-five dollars for five years. So, if you travel like a couple times a year, it really is worth it. Well, like, and a pro tip really from our dealsy side of things. Um, very often they will do a uh what do you call it um they will do a black friday sale where you can get because it's also you pay 80 85 dollars whatever it is but it's for like five years yes that's what and I okay this is the same 80 85 dollars for five years but you're not paying 80 85 dollars you're paying like i think like 70 let's say a little every little bit you know but yeah yeah um that's that's my palate cleanser that's a good palate cleanser it was so good that it genuinely i was like i thought of it i i lost it because it was so good and now it's back um the power of vamping uh i Haley heard this whole saga yesterday um long story short we needed a patio umbrella and we couldn't like just have a patio umbrella with nothing to hold it because winds they exist um and so i was like we need a umbrella stand but then to fortify the umbrella further we're going to need a table to put this through and literally i said to Haley, this shit happens where i'm like i went and got bottles and cans i I returned them we got like 60 something dollars back from the bottle and can return because mama doesn't play which means she procrastinates um yes that as well the procrastinating recycling queen and then offer up um this is not an offer up sponsorship because there are really like more scams on there than good but less than 24 hours somebody had put up a table and two chairs teak outdoor furniture from crate and barrel for 60 bucks 60 bucks you want to know what i got from my recycling plant 60 something bucks yeah, we broke you're even. Your recycling paid for your patio set. And so we're recycling the patio set because it was used. Perfect. Boom. Look at us. Double recycling. Recycle. That's that's the palate cleanser, everybody. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. I like it. Okay. I also like it. That's good. Um, gonna shout out our patrons. Thank you for voting. Yes. You've been so helpful. Delights. Um just a, a, a sh- everyday delight. Obviously, Pretty. we're going to thank Stevie, Michaela, as always, Megan, Ariana. Ariana or Ariana? I think Let it's Ariana. Uh, Kim, Sarah, Janie, Adam, and Delaney Engage. Thank you so, so Wee. much. We love you. And um, you can join our Patreon. Search Crime Culture on Patreon. Or you can visit the link in the bio of any of our social media mm-hmm. we're on facebook instagram and twitter uh-huh. and we have a website crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com uh you can email us crimeculturepod at gmail.com you can join our discord you don't have to be a part of the patreon by the way you can message us on any of our social media we will send you a link to join the discord it is like a little messaging community that we have i post spoilers uh we share pictures of our pets 
there's lots of cats, some dogs, some fur, other furry and scaled friends. Yeah. Um, we post recommendations. All of the palate cleansers. I just made a new channel. Mm-hmm. All of the palate cleansers from now on will be on that channel. Oh, shit. I should put my... I should take a photo of my... All, when it's all set up. It's not set up yet. The, okay, the patio furniture is set up, but we're still waiting on the umbrella. Also, this episode is not coming out for a little while, so you got time. Oh, shit. You're right. Yeah. Oh, um, I love your mind. I love how it works. That's my other palate so, cleanser. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, ask us to join the Discord. It's very, very nice. Everyone's very sweet. Um, and I th- think that's it. Have a good... Um, that's all I, I hope got. you had a good June. Yeah. Happy Pride and again. Happy, <laughs> happy know, end of Pride. Yeah. And you we're know. heading into July... We're just rocketing through this summer already. Yeah. I don't like it. I'm sorry my cat is on the loudest toy that we have in the apartment. It's the crinkle square. Um, And we love it. Yeah, It's the crinkle mat. He dragged it out from underneath something. It's what he deserves. He is going to town on himself also. Nothing's the best for him. The cleanest boy. Um, So with all of that, we're going to see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.